Hello, hello, hello. It's weekly recess time, the NFL playoffs. It's your boy, Dumbass, here alongside Nick Izzo and Tommy Grant. And yes, my name isn't officially Dumbass on my birth certificate, but I did pick the Dallas Cowboys to win the Super Bowl, so... Might as well change my name to Dumbass for at least the next few weeks because arrangements um, are being let's, made. Let's just uh, dive into things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or Nick, I know that you are a happy man for someone who roots for a team <laughs> that uh, is uh, high key trash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you and I uh, had very similar was, types of great weeks. weekend. Between me with uh, Dolphins embarrassing themselves and Bill Belichick getting fired and you with the Eagles and Cowboys both losing in embarrassing fashion and maybe mm. there's a coach getting fired. Maybe both get coaches get fired. Think so. uh, where do we want to start with this? Because I think the NFC East is a good place to start with just how badly. I, I think the Eagles embarrass themselves more personally so i i mean i think an overall tone with the exception of i honestly i think with the exception of just one game all of the games were kind of embarrassing to watch and by the one game i'm referring to the lions Rams game which That's i told only, you was going to be the best game of the week and, and you laughed and at i me. i admitted it i, yeah, no, I, will admit I figured that you were right one. i i was definitely looking that's the only thing i got right all weekend <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you have just a quick overall of the scores. I mean, you've got the Texans destroying the Browns, forty-five to fourteen. Good you have for them, the, and good for CJ Stroud. You, and you have the Chiefs smacking my poor Dolphins into the ground, who barely made an attempt to even show up on the field, twenty-six to seven. Trash. You have the Packers, Cowboys, forty-eight it was to too thirty-two. Too cold for them. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was, it was fucking too cold for anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I I was not surprised when I heard the weather. I was like, they're not gonna, they're gonna be fucking awful. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, the Lions, Rams, twenty four to twenty three, Steelers, Bills, thirty one to seventeen, and Eagles, Buccaneers. Eagles just got their wings clipped, thirty two to nine. That's how we ended our NFL weekend in the playoffs, and it's just I've never seen before and nick i know you're gonna love hearing this <laughs> i've never seen a team in a playoff game not a regular season game a playoff game that just looked like they did not care at all to be there they yeah. did not want to be there at all yeah. usually if you start seeing that it's a four or five win team in december and the coach is probably getting fired and there's about to be a new regime. They've quit on the coach. This was a playoff game, a playoff game against a team that had won nine games and that had scored a combined nine points in their previous two combined games. This was winnable. This was here for the taking and the Eagles just lay on their ass and let Tampa just do whatever they wanted. It was embarrassing, yep. and I think that if either of the NFC East coaches should be fired, look, the Cowboys do this all the time. They did this with Wade Phillips. They did this with Jason Garrett. This is not a new thing for the Dallas Cowboys, but they also lost like a 
professional team might lose. The Eagles just quit. And I think if either of those two should have a coaching change, it should be Philly. I I agree. I mean, you can tell like when you just get the little glimpses of the players on the sidelines, they just look defeated after the second quarter. There was they no life in their after eyes. The national anthem. Well, I mean, they at least, you know, you never you never give up on a team until after the second half. You know, I mean, teams have come back from worse, but the Eagles just they just had no desire to be there. They just looked miserable. And it definitely showed in how they played. Yeah, they've been they've been pretty much in a funk all season, and everyone's been pretty much saying like, "Oh, like you know, they'll they'll figure it out, they'll figure it out." Well, you know, they they weren't really able to to ever figure it out. <laughs> so, um, you know, losing. Uh, granted, you know, starters or, or no starters losing to the Giants, like, you know, in the last week, like that didn't, I'm sure it didn't help anybody's confidence on that team. So, yeah, just uh, going into this, man, just what a, what a shit show. I've got to say that that game between the Eagles and Bucks and like Baker played well, but the Lions are going to cruise into the NFC Championship game. I just they don't should. see any. They yeah, they, yeah, with a with a home. I mean, Detroit was rocking in that game, and that was the one good game of the weekend. Both Stafford and Goff both played very well, but at the end of the day, the Lions able to find a way to win the game, able to get a few more stops in the red zone than the Rams were able to. I think that's what it really came down to is that the Rams had to settle for for field goals three times in the red zone as opposed to coming away with touchdowns. And when you lose by one, every single point counts and having to settle. Uh, Puka Nakua had an excellent game. It, It seemed like one of those games that Nakua might be able to win all by himself. Nine catches, 181 yards, and a touchdown. Do you guys see it quite as clearly as congratulations to getting to the NFC championship game Detroit, or do you think that Tampa poses poses a uh, legitimate threat? I, I think lions have the chance to make it pretty far. I don't know about the 49ers matchup that they'll probably inevitably get to, but I, I think lions have it this year. I mean, it's also in terms of, you know, high praise. And this is their first, playoff win in 32 years like this was a big big win for them and you could tell you because they, they fought for it one now i have watched every single team in the nfl win a playoff game this was the only team that i had yet to see win a playoff game since i've been watching football um the first season i was watching football was 2000 and my first playoff game i ever watched was the Miami Dolphins beating the Indianapolis Colts. That was the first playoff game I ever watched. And the Miami Dolphins have not won a single playoff game since. They now have the longest drought as far yep. as what longest time between playoff uh, since since they won a playoff game. So, sorry, Tommy, but that uh, the, the Jets have the longest playoff drought. You have the longest playoff win drought. And this is what I get for letting you get my hopes up because last week I was very clear in saying that I did not think the Dolphins were going to win this game. 
And you got me hopeful. You said if they run the ball, they might stand a chance. Go back oh, and look. I, the- I, that, that might have been the case, but I also told someone else that uh, the Chiefs were being offered at minus four and a half. I'll take them at minus 14 and a half comfortably. <laughs> and they covered that number with ease. So I might have, just as the week went on, gotten a little bit more comfortable with Kansas City. I also thought that maybe it might be snowing in Miami or, or in Kansas City, and it would only be a running game. But Patrick Mahomes threw the ball like the ground wasn't covered in ice. He played great. And you can definitely tell they're comfortable in that kind of weather. Dolphins just it, – it was just – it was hurtful. I, I managed to sit there and watch the entire game because I was – had that glimmer of hope that maybe they might actually do something useful and pull something out of their ass and maybe get another nice play to Tyreek Hill to actually score another touchdown because Tyreek Hill being the saving grace for the fucking Dolphins was the only reason there were points on that board. And they just could not do a fucking thing. I'll open up the question to you guys, but I'll answer first. And that is, is there a team this weekend that opened your eyes as like, huh, maybe they've got a better shot at this thing than I would have expected. And I've got to say the team that did that for me is probably, probably Green Bay. Strangely enough, and I know they're probably not going to go into San Francisco and win, but Jordan Love looks so good right now. I mean, he is playing. I mean, he, I thought he was a top five quarterback in the regular season because he finished on such a heater, and the moment was absolutely not too big for him. This was one of his best games of the season. Aaron Jones is running the ball right now as well as he has at any point in his Green Bay tenure, and the defense is playing its best ball right now. So I don't think they go into San Francisco and win. That's going to be a tough ask for any team. But Green Bay has a much brighter future that is a lot more sudden than I think anyone could have seen coming. And going into Dallas and pounding the shit out of them is not (laughs) something I expected. I. I think that goes into my answer as well in the fact that the Texans, I think the Texans were never a team I cared about or really followed. And I know you've been on the CJ Stroud train for quite a while now, and you sang his praises this weekend, but holy shit, did he just put the Browns in their place? I I thought he was even better than Jordan Love was. He was great. But again, but the Texans and Packers are going up against you know, the head honchos next week. You got the one them, seeds. Got the one seeds, and I just I don't know if they'll fare up. I, Do you I think don't that there's see... one that has a better shot than the other. I I wanna say I wanna say the Texans maybe might be able to pull something off on the Ravens. I don't know. I, I don't know all the fun stats like you do. I'm just kind of going with the gut hunch here, but It's not really a fun stat because I think that Green Bay probably on the X's and O's has a better chance because they're playing such unstoppable football on the offensive side right now. But for me, it comes down to the Ravens kind of have built up a reputation of not getting it done 
in the postseason with Lamar, whether it's because Lamar gets hurt or whether Lamar just hasn't been able to deliver in the playoffs or in the case of his first MVP season, his receivers just couldn't catch the ball at all and they couldn't tackle Derrick Henry and they lost. So the Ravens haven't been able to deliver since Lamar's been there. And I don't think that continues. I think that they beat the Texans, but the 49ers have a history, a recent history of making longer postseason runs and the Ravens don't. So maybe that would have me lean slightly towards the Texans in that regard. But both of these young quarterbacks absolutely met the moment, but they also both had games in domes. Uh, Stroud is going to be playing more in the colder weather in Maryland, whereas Love is going to be playing in California. So maybe that's another another thing that kind of See, helps these the are Packers. Things I, I didn't think of. This is why I have you to give me more yeah. information here. <laughs> Nick? But, yeah, I... Uh... You both bring up good points. I I think given the current situation, I know, you know, you, Mitchell, you just touched on the, you know, recent, I guess, woes of Lamar Jackson, Ravens, and, uh, you know, the playoffs. But um, I think for this year, I think for the upcoming matchup, I think... I think Jordan Love and the Packers have a better chance at beating the Niners just because I, th- I think the Niners look, to, to me this year, the Niners look a little bit more vulnerable than the Ravens do. So I, I think for that, I'm going to go, I would choose the Packers more so than the Texans. And what team impressed you the most this weekend, or at least shifted your perception of them the most? Shifted my perception <sighs> apart from the Packers, because that's obviously, you know, without, you know, without, uh, said without, um, what, what's the phrase I'm trying to think of? Man, English is tough. Um, perception, let's see. Probably the Bucks. I mean, I didn't think I, I, I picked them to beat the Eagles just because I hate the Eagles and I hate everything that Philadelphia stands for. Spoken um, as a big wow. giant fan. But uh <laughs> I was I was surprised um of just how well that they played. And I know the Eagles have been, you know, kind of lackluster the last uh, few weeks, but given the you know, the the fact that they didn't allow them to, you know, gain much of anything throughout the entire game. I was like, damn, like the Bucks actually have more of a team than than I thought they did. All right, let's pick this uh, divisional round slate. The first game, Houston Texans on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. Guys, uh, are we giving the Texans a chance in this one? I, I would like to, but I think the Ravens the Ravens have always been that really good team so far this season that just under any conditions they just seem to pull off a win. So I, I don't see the Texans being to pull this one off. I think it might be a very close yeah, game. I agree. But it might also be the complete reversal. We saw them just 
play phenomenally, and then this week it could just be a complete down spiral where they, they just can't put anything up against the Ravens. And I also don't think that, you know, like, it, it's it's not all on C.J. Stroud. Like, as much as he's been extremely impressive and I, I enjoy watching him play, it's like, it's, it's it, I think it's also more going to come down to, like, how many times can the Texans defense stop Lamar? Because, you know, if... If they're giving up three or seven almost every drive, then, you know, I don't know how much Stroud can just score just by gunslinging. I am also going to take the Ravens to win this game. I think it's going to be a bit of a dirtier, grimier game than people might expect. Um, I, I think that the Ravens are going to throw a lot of looks at CJ Stroud that he hasn't seen the Browns run a very vanilla defense, but they run it so well that they don't really need to be extreme with it. While the Ravens can throw a lot of different things at Stroud that are, are, are just tough. And they've got a lot of dudes on that defense, whether it's Justin Meta BK, Kyle Hamilton, Roquan Smith, they've got, a lot of all pros on that defense. And I, I just think that CJ Stroud's going to run into a little bit more trouble this week than last, but I also don't think we're going to get MVP Lamar. I think we're going to get good, decent Lamar, but we're not going to get superstar Lamar. Uh, and I don't think the defense uh, for the Texans is going to, uh, I mean, they, they created turnovers against Flacco. I think they can do it against Lamar as well, but it'll, it'll still go the Ravens way. Next up, Packers and 49ers. I think this is going to be a closer game than most are expecting. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think the Niners' defense is going to get a few more stops than Green Bay's will. I think they have more weapons than Green Bay has. So I'm I'm still going to take San Francisco to advance. And, and there's always that random oh. underdog team that just surprises everybody during the playoffs. And I think Green Bay might be that underdog team because no one was expecting them to smack the Cowboys around and the 49ers obviously I think, well except for obviously except for <laughs> <laughs> but I think the general crowd was not expecting that big of an upset over the Cowboys and for them to just smack the 49ers, 49ers around as well and just come out on top I think that might be a big Big push because I'm sure they're riding high right now, knowing that they just pulled off a great win, and they'll probably go in really wanting to fight the 49ers now that they have a chance. So I, I might actually edge a little bit towards the, the Packers at this point. So are you taking them or are you not taking? Them? I, th- I think I think I'm taking the Packers. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Now, now I can't officially change my bracket. I was going to say, what does this bracket say? Yeah, the, bra- the brackets uh, it's 49ers, but I think after just now knowing things, I think I might might put my money on the Packers. But obviously, nothing can be officially changed. We have the brackets there in place. Yeah, but, yeah. I was gonna but, say I uh, I have to remain loyal to my initial picks. Um, uh so yeah I, I still think the 49ers are gonna win um they to me they just have too many uh playmakers to 
I want to well, say. I mean, like, if you have 49ers as, as winning it, then obviously we know that's what's going to happen because you seem to have the magical bracket that predicts all the games. Well, <laughs> I mean, we'll have to wait and see after this weekend. You know, I mean, if uh, if the if if I get all of of you know the second round correct, then. You know, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll actually throw in some money. To, to we'll, have, we'll have to sign, yeah. we'll have to have you sign it and frame it. That's when you'll start losing them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's what I said. I was like, wow, can you imagine if I if I bet money on this? And, but then I thought, you know, I could have put ten cents down, and every single game would have gone exactly the opposite because that's just. <laughs> well, that would, that would been have great been great for me. Life. The Dolphins would have fucking won. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. All I'm right. sorry I didn't influence. It's okay. Next up, Tampa and Detroit, and I'll just get this out of the way. Uh, back in 2017, the Eagles had a really hard-fought victory over the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC Divisional Round. Like They just hung on by the skin of their teeth. And then their next game was the NFC Championship game against the Vikings. In which case, the whole game just kind of felt like a party where they like hung 40 on the Vikings and the Vikings were only able to score seven. And the game just felt like a celebration of Eagles football. And that's kind of what I think that this game is going to be for Detroit, where they're going to have the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. They're going to go on the road. But this game is going to be just a giant Detroit party, just a celebration of Lions football and how far they've come. I think it's going to be a complete blowout. The line is six and a half. Honestly, uh, give me give me 14. I, I think the Lions win this and win this convincingly. I, I have no argument against that because I, I think the whole nation right now is riding the Lions train because – that's what I, it, was like, it was like the Eagles a few years ago when it's like their first Super Bowl win. Like everybody, like I don't think people were rooting for the Eagles quite that nah, enthusiastically. Nah. Yeah, there was a, I don't. Dude, I don't. There was a think, big crowd uh, for that back then. There was everybody was no, excited. The Eagles were constantly win. like a good team. No, the Lions have. The Lions are like the Jets. They yes, know I'm, their fans know I'm the trying Jets. To compare it. Obviously, the Lions is a much more extreme example. So I mean. I just I think everybody's gonna ride high on that train of like we want to see that you know the team that's never made it even to the fucking past the playoff round wild card round I would love to see them go all the way at this point and I don't see the Buccaneers putting up any points on this game it's gonna be a fucking smack around game all right Nick yeah no I I, I pretty much see it the same way um I'm I'm thankful. I am so thankful to Baker Mayfield for knocking off the Eagles, but now I need him <laughs> to to suck dick again like I know he does. And um yeah, wow, I, that's I think extreme. I just I, I don't like him. Um <laughs> You don't like so, Baker Mayfield. No, I fucking can't stand him. Um I think they're only I think the Bucks are going to score only nine on this game. And, uh, yeah, I think the Lions are going to get at least, like, 24, 26. All right. Well, next up is the uh, the best game of the weekend as far as yes, I'm concerned. Yes, I am looking forward to this game. Patrick, okay, we can agree on that. You're not like, oh, let's go watch the Steelers again. 
No, it's the Chiefs and it's the Bills. We got Mahomes versus Allen. Round three in the playoffs. Mahomes took the first two rounds. Buffalo's favored by three, and I've gone back and forth on this one because I thought the Chiefs looked really good against the Dolphins. I thought they played really well. My bracket, I picked the Bills. I'm going to stick by my bracket. I'm going to pick by or, or, or pick the Buffalo Bills. And I think this is just a Josh Allen takeover game, man. I, I Look, fully agree. Simple. I mean, you know, you compare the Chiefs playing the Dolphins. I mean, the Chiefs had a lot of advantages going into this week's game against the Dolphins, and they definitely used it. They just completely obliterated them. But we have two teams that are well-equipped to play in cold weather. Do we know where it's being played? Is it at Kansas City or is it in Buffalo? Oh, it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo. So I, I would first love time, First time that Mahomes is playing a road playoff game in his entire career. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think the Bills are taking this one. I think it's going to be probably the closest game for the divisional round, but I I have Bills taking this one, hands down. See, I can't get with you as far as hands down goes. I'm very, I, I think, I think I'm the Bills are going to surprise Mahomes and smack him around pretty good. All right, Nick, break I your... Also, uh... I also can't go hands down, but I'm taking the Bills. They have superstition on their side, and... They are definitely going to win. They have superstition and momentum, two very difficult things to to beat against. Explain uh, the superstition. Playoffs. I don't quite get what you're. What I, you're I was all wondering. So, okay, so, so teach so us the ways uh, of the magic of football. So I don't know if you've seen the uh, the news article, uh, but there is, if I'm not mistaken, the Bills, I believe, are building a stadium. Uh, within close proximity of the one that they currently play in. Now, there is apparently a pit out in that construction field where the constru- where it's happening, and evidently, before each game that they've had, once this pit has been made, a person has fallen in and, quote, sacrificed themselves and ever since then, they have won every single game. So I am convinced that because of that, because of that stupidity, that they are also <laughs> going to win this game. Look, only like in Buffalo. If, if like this said, is an actual thing, it is. If, look they, it if they make it past the, God, look if, it up. It is if the Bills make it to the Super Bowl. I want Chris Pratt to dress up as Andy Dwyer again, show up to this pit and fall in. And if you've seen Parks and Rec, you will understand that reference. Uh, He's not a Bills fan. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You got to get a Bills fan. He got to get a Bills fan. He'd be a perfect person to sacrifice into the pit. But yes, for, for superstition, momentum, uh, and it's just the fact that the Chiefs also, to me, like, to to me, like they're the AF, like they're the AFC version of the Eagles, where it's like they just haven't looked right for a few weeks. To me, they looked so, right last week. I'll tell you that they yeah, look good I, against Miami. And I know you can say, they, "Oh, it's Miami," they, but you know, still playoff. They looked team. right last week, but yeah. 
Think, well, think, Nick, uh, I want to let you know special. that you've been perfect with your playoff pick so far, but thank you, thank you. It's you are picking it's, the exact it's tough being same. So we are in lockstep on this divisional round right now. We picked all four games the exact same way, That's and the okay. only difference was that Tommy picked the Packers. Well, Strange on the bra- thing to be different well, on, but... on the bracket. I did not pick the Packers, but. I'm only changing that opinion just for the sake of this weekend, but the bracket will remain the same. I really considered changing my pick to Kansas City. That's the one that I keep going back and forth on. That it could be Kansas City, it could be Buffalo. I I don't know, but I'm leaving it with Buffalo. And we're gonna leave it right there for now. And hopefully the divisional round is a lot more entertaining than the wild card round, and hopefully we look I look less dumb when when we revisit this <laughs> next week. Uh, guys, thanks for joining me. For Nick Izzo and Tommy Grant, I'm Mitchell Lee signing off on the weekly recess. You've been listening to Jersey Nerds Productions. Have a great football weekend.